Howdy! Thanks for tuning in to Orion Photo Group's exclusive podcast. For each episode, we're going to dive into the lives of OPG's photographers and videographers across the country. We're going to talk shop, hear their stories, and listen to any advice they want to offer us up. So grab a tasty beverage and settle in for some fun conversations featuring our little community. That's you. Let's go! All right, here we are. Another episode of Success Stories with the Orion Photo Group. I am here today with West Coast native, I think, Mario Coelho. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah, Coelho. All right, cool. Uh, so my first comment is I noticed in your bio it says you're a native of California uh, yeah. and, and your area. So you're like an anomaly from what I understand in L.A. <laughs> uh, to be born and raised in Huntington Beach. Yeah. uh yeah there's no there's a lot of natives of course right right but i just you know i know that part of california and uh (laughs) super jealous i really love huntington (laughs) beach quite a bit by the way yeah and uh i uh, i haven't been out to the west coast in gosh it's it's been several years now Mm, and uh boy i miss some of those runs on the beach there um they were always my favorites Um, oh yeah but um all the time yeah, it uh, you know um, the weather there is is as unlike uh, no other no other place. Crowded, lots of traffic, but the good and the bad, I guess, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I see. The, I have a lot to unpack with you. Lots of questions. Sure. Yeah. And uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, and you are first videographer that we've interviewed. And uh, I got to start off by saying you have done, well, actually, you know, I'm going to get to that in a second, but a little bit about Mario. So he's raised in the, in Huntington Beach and uh, looks like you went to School of Architecture, Cal Polytech in San Luis Obispo, also one of my favorite places. That is a beautiful campus. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, man, if, if I had, I had a friend who lived in SLO. He had a house, he had a tree growing right through the middle of his house. And uh, it was just a oh, gosh, I really love that area, but I think it's a pretty difficult place to live and work. Um, it's for rich people. <laughs> a little bit out there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I also see that you you've worked on productions for a lot of stuff, including uh, Fear of Punk Planet, which I'm probably one of the few people who 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 remembers it. But I remember oh. watching that show. Uh, I'm a big punk rocker and punk fan, so oh. I, I I knew the Vandals and stuff like that. But yeah, I um, really didn't know who the Vandals were before I went in. <laughs> I got to learn a bit about them. And, uh, yeah, Joe Escalante. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a character. That's for sure. And he's also a lawyer. Not to learn there. Yes, yeah. he took care of all the legal affairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the punk rock scene in Orange County was interesting during that time, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, lots of lots of good bands came out of there. Uh, you've worked on a lot of short films, I see, and some sci-fi films. And, uh, I think your video uh, went out. What's that? I think your video went out. Yeah, I can't oh. see you. Yeah, let me shut it off and shut it on again. Hopefully okay. that'll help. I don't know why that's doing that to me today. I usually don't have much of an issue. There I am, right? Is that better? Good. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so of all the, um, so my first question to you is, uh, you know, working on a lot of productions, what was your favorite movie or, or video that you've worked on over the years? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to choose from. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's going back some years. Um, 
Let's see. I have, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have uh, on your thing here, you, you produced a yeah. short comedy called Cameraman, uh, Rosewood oh. Avenue, The Man in Dark Glasses. Yeah. Uh, Rosewood Avenue was probably my favorite. Yeah. It was a semi feature. It was actually like 45 minutes long, somewhere in between there. But, uh, I'd say that was the, uh, my favorite to work, work on because we included a, a few special effects and it was a sci-fi horror film. And I had um, a uh, makeup artist, costume designer on it uh, to create these creatures. And it was, uh, yeah, it, it, it was really involved. And I really loved that. Cool. Cool. And, and I, I always love to talk to uh, photographers and videographers who, uh, you know, have, have you're, you're well-rounded and have done a lot of stuff over the years. <laughs> and uh, so is your focus uh, mainly on and just shooting weddings these days or are you trying to do both or kind of whatever yeah. comes? It's a little tough to get people involved, especially since the pandemic, to uh, to get people all together. As I mean, you know, it's a very collaborative uh, sure. uh, uh, project to put a film together. So uh, it, it's been a few years since my last one, but I'm actively involved now in trying to put together a few other projects. Nice, nice. And and I have yeah. to say that uh, uh, it according to what I see here, you've shot over two hundred weddings for OPG. So again, I interviewed another guy. I just want to say that is a huge accomplishment as someone who who you know I, I was a wedding photographer for many many over three decades. So two hundred weddings over any period of time is is quite a feat. And uh, and uh, I want to thank you um, for being such a such a great shooter for us over the years. Thank you. Um, well, I lost track of how many, so thank you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> According to this, it says 211, uh, which is which is incredible. Um, so speaking of that, I know I had a very like 10,000 foot view uh, towards the end of the pandemic when I started with the company a little over a year ago. And as things were opening up, it was really interesting and, and knowing lots of people in our industry as well, uh, there were certain places in the country that took a long time to open and really get going. In the Midwest, I'm in St. Louis now, but I'm originally from New York. Uh, and New York took a while to open up, and then it was very difficult to shoot. Uh, and anywhere in the Midwest, it, in, <laughs> in St. Louis, it was like nothing ever stopped. And people were shooting all the time, and things opened up very quickly. But I know in L.A., it took a long time. And in some cases, it's still not open in, in many cases, and, and there are. So... What, what's your experience been in, in as far as the last couple of years, as far as uh, opening up and, and everything? And, and where are we now? Uh, first year, uh, 2020. Yeah. Uh, it did just shut down for like about a month or two completely while people were like scrambling and trying to rearrange everything um, and try to see where we're going to go forward from that. But um, I, I did get a, a handful during that summer and it's... Uh, as long as they had those restrictions with the masks and everything. Um, so that went forward and, uh, and 2021 was actually much, much better. Um, and, uh, it's just like somewhere in between right now, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, things are still kind of unstable. So, uh, it's just kind of a, a gamble right now, just, uh, moving forward to see how it's going to be. Yeah. And I spoke with somebody recently who just said they, you know, had, they had gotten COVID for a third time. Yeah. Uh, which is not funny. I don't mean to laugh, but it, uh, it, it, it's still, um, it's still not a bad idea to go out and, and, you know, wear a mask for part of the day or, or especially when you're enclosed. And yeah, I, I um, got it for the first time in January. You did. 
um, yeah, and I was masked and everything. And um, yeah, but I, I've been fine since. So. Well, that's good. That's good. I, I, I got when I got it several two three years two years ago now. It's right right when everybody just started getting vaccinated. I got very sick, and I was sick for several months, and it took me another six months to recover. So, uh, I'm happy to hear when people, you know, go through it fairly easily. So, um, but uh, we're still in it. Thankfully, we have vaccinations, and hopefully, we can get through it. And and you know, kind of like that. So let me ask you 200 weddings with shooting video. Uh, obviously, uh, one of the things that I used to do is always kind of changing up my gear kit and, and trying different things and trying, you know, run and gun. And I shot video for a while too. After two and a half decades, I kind of put together a video crew, uh, so that I, I, what, what I was frustrated with is I wanted full control. I wanted to shoot video, photo and video. So, I got a video crew and the video, um, you know, and then and then starting to learn video. Very different, very different medium um, going from photo to video. And uh, fortunately, I, I hired someone to help me with the transition. But we were always trying new things, trying new things to be able to run and gun very quickly. I want to start with, um, you know, what are you shooting with? And, you know, what is your what is kind of your kit right now? Okay. Yeah, right now I'm shooting with a, uh, my main camera is a Canon XA40. Okay. Yeah, I found that really works best for me. I don't like uh, working with the DSLRs and like changing lenses all the time, especially when you're, like you said, a run and gun. Um, it, it has a very wide uh, range. So okay. it really have, uh, takes care of it, any, uh, any shot that I really need to, uh, to do uh, on the go. And it's very light. So I, I really like that. I, I get a lot of back problems and uh, other muscle problems, and I really need to work with something that's not that uh, heavy but uh, can just uh, be high quality at the same time. So, um, yeah, I really love that one. And I use a, a Lumix a Panasonic GH4 for a second camera. And I love that Pan- Panasonic GH4. That That's a yeah. great camera. One of the things that I... I think I liked about that camera the last time I shot with is that it had an HDMI out, which I don't know, like why more DSLRs don't have that, but um, I I really liked having that in in that camera. But um, yeah, I could see the camcorders are are definitely a much easier format to to work with, with, with shooting video. And then also, um, does that, can you change the lenses in that or it's just one fixed lens? It's one fixed lens. Okay, so that makes it even easier. So yeah, I can't yeah. range exactly. I think it's like twenty-five to over like five fifty. Okay, cool. So yeah, it can zoom in really uh, tight, and that's especially nice for um, when I don't want to get into people's faces. Right. I, I try and be uh, you know so they can, don't get nervous. I, I encounter a lot of people get nervous around cameras. So, gotcha. Uh, like to be as inobtrusive as possible. Gotcha, and, and that and that and that makes sense. Now, my favorite question is always about audio because that was the one thing that I struggled with more than anything. Like, if if uh, it was always like, all right, let me get this, let me get that, let me try this, and um, yeah, I, I just uh, I really struggled sometimes with. Uh, it was really frustrating to me when when you know a groomsman would not 
would move the mic or I couldn't. I, I really liked being able to mic the bride whenever I could, but yeah. it's sometimes it's not possible. What is, how are you dealing with it? So, uh, yeah, I'll either mic the groom or the officiant, um, yeah, depending on how they're dressed. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, I haven't found it possible to ever mic the brides. But, um, yeah, I use a, a Sennheiser lav mic for, uh, for the groom. Um, okay. Still uh, has problems with interference a lot if there are other mics uh, present. <laughs> I guess yes. it depends on the type of mics that they're using at the venue. Okay. I mean, sometimes it's perfect. I find if they're working with older models, you'll get a lot of interference. And so it's it's good to have other backup tracks and uh, also use a, um, a, what do you call it, a Zoom recorder. Mm-hmm. Too. So, um, so I get that um, alternate track as well. Yeah, and that's kind of how I would cover it too, but nothing was more frustrated when like you'd get that little, you know, in the middle of something and, and uh, you just, be like, I, you know, how many places do I need to cover this to get this right? And like yourself in a very, very crowded area like L.A. or where I was in New York City, interference is just a, you know, really difficult no matter where you are. Um, Back boys, uh, if you're in a crowded area, especially near the airport, <laughs> right. deal with. Yep, yep. That the airports were the anywhere near an airport was difficult too. Now I know that they have small little pocket recorders now that you can kind of just stick in a in a, in, in a groom's thing, and they're they're fairly inexpensive too. And then, exactly. um, but yeah, being able to grab good audio during toast and stuff like that was always, you know, a big challenge for me as well because. Sure, I would grab it with the Zoom recorder, and it was great when you had a good DJ that would help you out, and you could grab that clean audio. But I always found like I couldn't depend on that either. But you know, the, one of the advantages of your camcorder is it does have a decent mic in it, so you're always covered there yeah. with that shotgun mic, which I, which I really like as well. Yeah, yeah. it works perfectly for me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a videographer. Uh, you know, I, I, what I found was, you know, the challenge of working with photographers and, you know, working as a team, uh, it, on one, in one sense, it was what I loved about shooting video was that I didn't really have to talk to people that much, which was really nice. (laughs) (laughs) And I could just kind of do my thing and then just make sure that my job was getting done. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it was frustrating when I would be working with maybe, you know, a very type A photographer who mm-hmm. just was, you know, kind of in my face all day long. And, you know, I would just kind of do my best to take a step back and, and, and you know, work. Um, is there any advice you can offer as far as dealing with those difficult situations or? Well, I, I'd say I've been pretty lucky with the, uh, I've had good relations with all the photographers that I've had. I haven't had one that's really in my face. Um, I would just say be polite if they're interfering, just let them know that. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you're in the job, I'd say, especially if they start talking to you while you're shooting, because that's going to wind up on the video. Yeah. Let them know that. I don't think they're often aware that that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just make them aware of those situations. But I've been pretty lucky. And uh, usually the photographer just leaves me alone if I, if I don't need to talk to him. Okay. And that's, that's great to hear. Um, and uh, you know, uh, 
you just need one job, right? That's that you know a, a difficult photographer. Along those lines, though, uh, you you as a lead, you're working with second second videographers all the time. Mm. Well, um, sometimes, sometimes, right? right? Not all the time. Um, what advice do you have to a newer lead uh, coming to work on a first job with OPG? Um, uh, as far as uh, working with a second, well, you know, working with you, you know, how can they oh. be better? Yeah, um, uh, co- just coordination. Just uh, if we have enough time to talk beforehand about uh, our uh, delegation, uh, what shots we want to get. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty pretty easy. I'm pretty easygoing. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I don't think any of them really nervous about it. Uh, if if there's something that's really interfering in anything that I'm doing, which probably is not going to happen. But uh, I, I will just politely let them know about that. Yeah. But um, just uh, coordination, pre-production, um, beforehand. I try to talk them on the phone beforehand whenever okay. possible. So uh, just as an introduction and just let them know um, if they have any questions or they um, how they usually shoot so we can coordinate that way. Um, but, yeah, that's it. All right. Um Let's see. Where do we want to go now? Uh, and so, and I don't think I asked you how many years you've been shooting for OPG. Uh, about Since ten years. Ten years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, as soon as you came out, uh, started in the Los Angeles market. That's when it was yep, brought on. That's right. That's what I see here now. And as we go into the summer, I've been asking. Now we're almost at the end of the summer. Um, you know. Uh, what what what's in your snack box during the day, and you know, how do you prepare for super hot days? That's a uh, random question. <laughs> I'm well prepared for that, actually, <laughs> for super hot days. Uh, it's been a challenge, especially this summer. Uh, is bring as much water, as many fluids as you can. Okay. Try and have the fluids uh, at the venue. I uh, try and bring a change of shirt, if possible. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that helps too. I tend to sweat a lot. Yes, so, and and I, I will apologize to the to the couple if I can let them know. Hey, I I do tend to sweat a lot in my sweat <laughs> on me, so I'm I'm sorry about that. If that happens, and they're usually very understanding about that. But um, yeah, just this just this weekend, just uh, one of the weddings I had, they were very unprepared for the hot weather mm. and have water for guests, uh, and the bride uh, yeah. was just kind of freaking out about that. It's like, oh my god, we don't have any water. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so it's a challenge for all of us involved. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 in the summertime, nothing felt better than putting that clean shirt on that was dry. Yeah. <laughs> when you got to the reception, you, you do the getting ready, you get to the ceremony and then right around the reception, I remember I'd run out to the car or in my bag and, and, and change my shirt. And there was nothing yeah. better than putting that dry shirt on at the reception. Very as is possible. Yeah. Right. I tried out of the sun i know it's really difficult but uh and of course the photographers prefer the shade for the lighting sure. so uh try, try and find as much shade as you can yeah cool all right uh i think i think we're good here um it's 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 again you know what i have one last question for you sure. uh what would you say is if you're new to the orion photo group and you're just getting started, what would you say would be any pieces of advice you could offer to some new shooters that's just starting with us? 
I, I would say like on any job, be prepared. Um, mm-hmm. you no, know, just, uh, make sure you, um, do call the couple, mm-hmm. or, um, go through all the lists, do what is required, whatever instructions that the uh, company sends out to you. Uh, yeah. And just make sure that you are prepared. Um, and have backups for everything. Um, of course, we have our backup camera, backup audio. Uh, I, I just remember that first year working for um, for, for the group is um, I had a lot of disasters. I wasn't as well prepared. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it had to do a lot with the equipment I had at that time. You, know, uh-huh. you do a lot of tests to figure out what equipment works best for you. Like I would have cameras shut down usually because of the heat. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and the audio problems and... Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever uh but it's a learning process you know yeah uh, wedding you go through you'll learn something new so uh, yeah just uh, be as prepared as possible and along with long actually one more question along the lines of that conversation with the bride and groom <clears throat> which uh, i think is an important phone call and uh in some cases may be difficult right uh you're just meeting them for the first time Right. Uh, I, I I remember you know sometimes making those calls. I I I'm not a huge fan of phone calls in general, like um, especially cold calls. I mean, obviously they're expecting your call. Maybe you text. Is there a process that you like to go through that you feel like is like uh, like I always text first, and then there's certain questions that I like yeah. to ask. Talk That's to me I'm about like, that. Sorry, the cats are going at it. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, you're fine. Yeah, I usually text or email first. I'll just introduce myself and uh, ask what times they are available. Okay. I don't like to call them out of the blue because they're like, they'll usually be at work or something. Right. Not prepared, uh, so we can just uh, coordinate a time to uh, then when they're available, and uh, yeah, and just uh, tell them to to be prepared with uh, whatever they need to discuss and uh, just to go through the details. Um, usually, because of course it's their first time, they don't. Uh, really know how it is to work with a videographer <laughs> and ask what, what what they need from me. Uh, and like I said, I mean, I try and keep it as, as uh, relaxed as possible. And it's like, right. uh, this is very, it's mostly candid kind of shots. And right. So just pre- try to pretend that I'm not there. I'll be as inobtrusive as possible if I ever really need you to, to do something or if I, I want to speak to camera or anything, I'll let you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Okay, cool. That's good advice. And I've been meaning to ask that question for a while because I know probably making that first phone call is uh, a little nerve-wracking and right. getting through that. I mean, obviously, they're excited about you coming. Yeah, they, I think the important focus of the call is what, what are their needs? What are right. their expectations? Right. How I can how we can prepare those for them. Okay, okay. Uh, that's great. That's great advice. And I, and I appreciate that. So cool. All right. We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, it's awesome getting to know you and, and again, thank you for being such a great shooter, uh, for us. And, uh, you know, I wish you luck, uh, surviving the heat and staying away from COVID and, and all of that stuff too. And good luck with your, um, productions, uh, coming up as you start to collaborate in in California Um, so thank you again for being on this episode I really appreciate it all right thank you so much Jason all right
<laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, all right. So that'll do it for this for this episode. Um, thank you so much. And uh, if you know of anybody you would like to have on an episode, please let us know. J Group with two P's at OrionPhotoGroup.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. All right, that'll do it for this episode featuring OPG's Best of the Best. Would you like to be featured in an upcoming episode? Or do you have a suggestion for somebody you'd like to hear from in our little community? Please email me, jgroup with two Ps at orionphotogroup.com. That's jgroup at orionphotogroup.com. I look forward to hearing from you and hearing your suggestions. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to hearing from you and your story. That's it for now. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day.